But at the same time, you know, there, you know, a lot of you, a lot of you guys are willing to go 100 grand or you know 200 grand in debt to go to school because you know it's it's safe. Uh, there's nothing safe about having to work your life away, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. No, I totally agree, bro. It's it's the difference between being an employee or being employer mentality, right? So either you want to be a boss or you want to be bossed. What's going on, everybody? Challenge Champion Mark Wilson, digitalfreedommovement.com. On today's episode, we're going to be having a chat about high income skills as well. I'm going to be piping in quite a bit about uh, knowing your worth. Okay, so I'll elaborate on that later. But yeah, Mark, take it away, brother. Yeah, for sure, guys. And if you don't know what a high income skill is, it's a skill that will bring you five figures in monthly salary. Okay, and I'm sure probably the majority of you guys that are watching this probably aren't making five figures in a month. And that's cool. Tell me, uh, before getting into online business and learning these skills, oh, we, we were there. But now he's got tons of checks and he flosses them. <laughs> so, but you guys, in the end of the day, and if you guys are watching the podcast, he's flossing checks. He's just throwing thousands of dollars worth of checks in here. <laughs> uh, but but uh, anyways, um, what high income skills are is, like I said, skills that will be able to generate you five figures or more. What those are, are one is closing. So sales. Being a, a high end closer, I'm sure you've heard that it's become a bigger and bigger term online uh, nowadays. Um, two is being really good at video content. So that could be a multitude of different things, but you can generate so much money by being able to make very high quality videos um, nowadays, especially with all the different platforms that are out there. Ninety per, or sorry, eighty percent of content that's put out on the internet, they say now is video content. Uh, they say that it's gonna go all the way upwards of 90% of content being put out there. So that's why it's such an important skill to learn. Three would be um, um, marketing, being really, really good at uh, making marketing and advertising to a specific niche, knowing how to do your targeting. Um, four would be copywriting. And if you guys don't know what copywriting is, it's essentially either writing emails or writing uh, text scripts uh, within posts on online. Either one of those, if you know how to copyright, you're going to like be printing money. Uh, there's so many different people out there that are really, really good entrepreneurs, but aren't very good copywriters. So they're willing to give you tons of uh, money or percentages of the revenue for writing these emails or uh, copy for them on posts. And then the uh, the fifth one is public speaking. This is the other one. Um, so if you like any of those, you can make five figures from any of each one of those. And uh, you don't have to be good at all of them or have passion for any of them. Um, Kellen and me have definitely had intertwining um, different passions along the way um, to really, really get good at one of these things and make money. But we don't even do public speaking now. That's something that we've done a little bit of and touched a little bit into uh, in our business uh, entrepreneurial lives, but we haven't done tons of it. So like the, you can be uber, uber successful if you get really good at one of those. You don't need to be good at any of them, right, Kel? Yeah, exactly. And like high income skills, I guess this topic would be applicable both online and offline. Um, obviously, we're talking more so about online. So what's the difference? So a uh, high income skill offline would be, um, I'm going to say a doctor or a lawyer, you know, they make pretty good money. Uh, that is a high income skill. So what's the difference between a high income skill online versus a high income skill offline difference to get a high income skill offline, 
support, like AKA a job, you got to spend 10, 20, 50, a hundred, three hundred thousand dollars on schooling to get that high income skill and to become employed after the schooling. So that takes a lot of time. It costs a lot of money versus online. Legit, we market our course, guys, for 599 US dollars and it's on sale right now for 299. So night and day difference. And the potential online is a lot higher than, you know, 200K a year or 300K a year in pay. Furthermore, difference here is when you get your high income skill offline, again, I'll use the example of a lawyer or a doctor. You are trading your time for money. If you do not go to work, you do not make money. The difference being online, we're making money while we're making this podcast. <laughs> Our advertising is running. People are seeing that advertising and they are buying. And when they buy, we get paid. So, you know, that more so is what drove, I don't know, me, and I think it was Mark as well, into the online industry is we want to make money when you sleep. We want to make money when you travel. We want to make money while we talk to you beautiful, amazing people. 100%. And I mean, most doctors aren't making, say, $3,000 for 10 minutes, 15 minutes worth of work. Like, I don't know how long it usually takes you to make a post, but I mean, I can pop like great copy out in like 10, 20 minutes. And that copy can make me $3,000 sometimes, uh, $5,000 sometimes for 30 minutes of work or less. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's no uh, offline profession that's doing that. You know what I think the big problem is? in just society in general. So you guys are hearing this concept and I'm sure that it makes sense to you. But the big problem here with a lot of people is that, again, let's hit, hit the pros and cons list. When you you pay, let's say $100,000 or 200 grand for education to become a lawyer or a doctor, you don't have to spend money to make money. But online, the it changes. For us to make a lot, like you know, a good income, we have to spend a good amount on advertising. We need eyes on our products and services to make money. I feel like that's the big holdback uh, for a lot of people trying to break into the online space is they're they're not willing to spend or to risk losing money to make a lot of money, right? I think that's the big problem here. But at the same time, you know, there, you know, a lot of you, a lot of you guys are willing to go hundred grand or you know two hundred grand in debt. To go to school because you know it's it's safe. Uh, there's nothing safe about having to work your life away, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. No, I totally agree, bro. It's it's the difference between being an employee or being employer mentality, right? So either you want to be a boss or you want to be bossed, and it still goes to the same thing. So I know tons of amazing copywriters, but they don't really have their own business. They're just copywriting for other people's businesses. They don't have other means of making money. So it's it's great, but they cap themselves because they're doing work for somebody else and they're having to always look for more uh, clientele where it doesn't cost them anything other than their time to just, you know, go get their, their clientele. Um, but it, 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 they're always going to be capped. So say if the person that they're working for, uh, they write out an email for them and that email generates them $30,000, usually making 10% of that. So you're making 3000, which is great, but wouldn't you just prefer to write that email for yourself and make 30 grand? That sounds a lot freaking better, right? Yeah, but again, the difference, Mark, is they'd have to spend money to, to do that. And that in a lot of people's eyes is risky, you know, having to go out of pocket to start a business. And that's why most of us are employees, right? <laughs> and, and it's funny because, you know, I'll hear my friend, oh, dude, you're so lucky. And then you'll hear other people say, oh, yeah, you know, I know my buddy, John, he, he owns this mechanical shop and he's so successful. He's got the big house and the nice cars and he travels a lot. 
Uh, but what they, you know, what they don't realize is they had to risk and they had to work their asses off for years and years and years to build up that, you know, type of income, success, um, and that, right? So it's like, it's not that they're lucky. They're just willing to take more risks than you. And most likely they're willing to work a lot harder than you are. So it's like, if you, if you're happy with your day-to-day grind, awesome, keep doing that. Um, but I feel like a lot of you aren't, and a lot of you want to strive for more, but you, you need to know that you have to transition your mindset into a more, I don't know, I'm going to say risky mindset or business mindset. If you're ever going to get to where your buddy John is, right? And it's funny. And so what forces people to make that change? Desperation, desperation. When you become so fed up with your daily life, you are forced to make a change. It's really, really funny, actually, the other day, yesterday, last night, Kirsten had, like, she's been having these nasty stomach pains after eating, like, certain foods, and it keeps changing. Like, she won't eat something, it'll go away, and then she'll get it again after eating a different type of food. And eventually, after last night, finally, she's in so much pain and agony that she said, fuck it, I'm going to the doctor. Holy shit. <laughs> right? So when you when you're desperate enough, that's when you take action to find a solution to the problem that you're experiencing. It's kind of an interesting concept and it works with more than just, you know, financial stress and lack of time and, and stuff like that. It works with pain and agony as well. So I really love that example, actually, because <laughs> it, it makes so much sense. It puts it right in perspective because I know for myself, like I'll get sick and people will be like, you've been getting sick a lot. You should go see the doctor. I'm like, yeah, I probably should and never do. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, and it's just like that. It doesn't affect me enough to, to want to make a change. It's just like when I used to work my job, um, I, I, people would be like, Hey, like you don't seem happy. I'd be like, yeah, I know I should probably make a change. And then I went on uh, a decade at the same job. So it just, it wasn't enough pain to really make me feel. And it was finally until my ego got hit that I made that change. And then I, I got into this. And when, when I got into it, I, I, I had experience in closing uh, deals. So I, I obviously excelled at that profession right off the go. But there was one that Kellen like told me to like really dig into that I was uh, really, really against which was doing videos of one of those uh high income skills to learn and he was just like you need to do this mark like you're you're an idiot like just do this do this do this and i mean obviously now i make videos every single day uh but at that point in time i really really declined it and i would have made so much more money if i would have just jumped onto onto that but i was making fine enough money for a while just being a really really good closer and until my life had to change and I had to level up because I got so painful that Kellen decided to go on a trip and I got forced into a situation where I, I had to run a webinar and instead of being extremely good because I should have practiced and should have put in the time to get better and hone in on that skill because all skills take time, all skills uh, need to be refined. I jumped on this uh, webinar after six hours of mentally preparing myself for, and I fell directly on my face, sweating bullets. Like it was a cold room and I just sweat is pouring down my face and I'm stumbling over every single word. And it's just because I didn't put in the practice. I didn't get the experience that I needed to be really successful in that. But that showed me, I got a lot of pain there and now I'm really good at video. That's so funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, you leveled up hard, dude. When uh, I was at, I was in Thailand or something. And they, Thailand, yeah. And back then, Mark and I used to do webinars twice two a week. We do them Mondays and Thursdays at six p.m. Pacific. And uh, 
Yeah. And so I like Mark would always be on them, I believe, but I was like the main host. And so again, as Mark said, I couldn't because the internet was so bad. So he had to take over. And I remember that dude, you're like, Oh my God, dude, I bombed this so bad. It was so horrible. We were live and it was like, Oh my God. But now look at Mark. Now he's, he's an amazing speaker, really, really good at talking a very informative, good body language, great tonality goes to show that you can become amazing at something as if you put the work in. Right. And if you uh, stay consistent with that. So Good job, Mark. I'm proud of you, dude. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is you guys got to understand that like at the beginning, you're going to suck. So any of these high income skills that will change your life, you will suck. Like you're not going to be good. It's just the same as like being a doctor. You don't just go through medical school and like never see um, the, the hospital. No, while you're doing your practicum, as you're doing it, you're learning as you're going. So it's the same thing with any of these skills. If you try to become a closer, you're going to suck at it. No matter how much information we give you, which we give you probably way too much information and probably way too much help, but we give that to you. You still have to implement that stuff and get, go through the trials and tribulations to uplift those skills and get those to those next levels. So, so you can be very, very successful, but there is a cost of learning. That's right. And like, well, like even lawyers and doctors and anything you go to school for something mechanics anything you go to school for something and then you graduate and you go to get a job you still suck at it because you, you in, in majority i'm not well not all but majority is, is all book learning it's not necessarily hands-on or well, with some i'm sure there is hands-on but you know if you if you have the skills mentally and then you go to apply them physically it's a little bit different right and so even in that regard uh, even if you went to school to get a high income skill, your chances are you're going to make less money when you start uh, than you would someone doing it for five, 10, 15 plus years. With time and energy and consistency comes skill. And with high skill comes a big income. So uh, the last thing I quickly wanted to add in here, guys, is knowing your worth. So this is something I feel everybody does. On my first job, I made $7.50 an hour working for Subway. Mark, what did you make? I made eight dollars. Eight dollars, fifty. You beat me by fifty cents, right? So Mark made eight bucks an hour. I made seven fifty. Do you think for one second seven fifty an hour is worth an hour of my time currently? <laughs> we were just talking about your time for like a ten minute phone call not being worth twenty one dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, I'm not even willing to. Yeah. Anyways, um, so knowing your worth. So. Uh, a lot of you guys are, you know, make $15 an hour, 20 bucks an hour, 25, 30, $40 an hour. So, and some of you guys go, wow, okay, well, if I got paid $40 an hour, I'd be loaded. Like I'd be way more comfortable financially. See, when you have this shift and you, you learn one of these high income skills that Mark was talking about, you start making five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, you know, $50,000 a month, you know, for some people. Um, and when that happens, what happens? Your time becomes more valuable. You are worth more because you are making a larger income with less work. Um, so know your worth, guys. Uh, one of the biggest things that I see a lot of new um, entrepreneurs and stuff doing, whether it's e-commerce, selling clothes and whatever, anything, is to put the price point too low. Um, don't get me wrong. You don't want to you know, come out of the gates with, you know, oh, I'm going to charge 500 bucks an hour for a four-minute call or anything like that. But um, a lot of people undervalue what their skill set is worth in the first place, right? And it, that's not good to do. Like I used to give my time out a lot more than I do now. 
Uh, but I know that I know my worth more now, right? So, and that's going to continue to go up as I get better, as markets better, what he does and what I do, we're just going to keep charging more and more money. Period. And even right now, we way underbid ourselves because our, our mission is not simply to make more money, it's to help more people. And if our price point is too high to, for, to get training and mentorship, then less people will be able to afford it and less lives will be changed. But that's the end of that rant. Mark, anything else you want to add or are we going to close this bad boy? No, I think uh, I think that's very profound. And that's definitely our mission is to change as many people's lives as possible. Um, and that's the reason why we do price things at. So you always have to know what your intention behind all your decisions are, guys. Yeah. Like if you're pricing yourself at $100 an hour, just know that your intention is to get that your worth is that. But if you're like, well, I would rather get more customers, um, but I know I'm going to be busier. Just know that that is your intention because you're you know that you're going to be busier. So you can get two clients, work your bag off, or get one client and make the same, um, but you're getting two different results and you're going to live two different lives, right? So I know a lot of people that try to take on tons of customers and they just can't juggle it all. And Kelly, me, we we were at that exact same issue at one point in time. Too many customers, too many people were trying to juggle because juggle because our mission was that. So we had to change, or else we would have never been able to spend time. And then. There's Kellen now being able to spend three days in a row at the beach. So, I mean, like, what what, would, what life do you guys prefer to live, right? Um, while we're quickly on this topic, consulting, it's my consulting business, I charge $400 an hour, guys. And the reason why I do that is, A, I know the skills that I'm offering and the health that I'm offering is worth that time spend. Not only that, but I know the people that I'm talking to can afford it. They own a business, right? And... I could, I really want to rant on about sales and stuff and, and value, but we'll save that for the next one. All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in to today's podcast. Uh, if you guys have any questions, concerns, or input, please do send us an email at info at digitalfreedommovement.com. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Oh, guys, one more thing. I just want to appreciate all the other five stars that we got reviews that we got over this last like week or two. Really, really appreciate that. And anybody else that's watching this, please take the time. We would really, really appreciate any of those reviews, five stars, uh, comments, any of that type of stuff. Spotify and Apple, love them. It's just going to move us up the ranking, get, get this thing viewed by more people. So we appreciate all the other ones and all the future uh, reviews that we're getting, guys. Okay, much love. Thank you for tuning in to the Online Entrepreneur Experience by DFM. We want to hear from you. Uh, if you have any questions for Kellen or Mark to answer on our next episode, email us at info at digitalfreedommovement.com. We'd love to answer any of your questions. And don't forget to tune in next week for another amazing experience.